This is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 80 years, churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. Starting now. Thank you, Jay, and it is good to have everyone today as we embark on another journey in a study of God's Holy Word, the Bible. As the psalmist stated in Psalm 119.105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. May God's word lighten our paths this day. And from God's word, let us consider a text from Acts 17, verses 30 and 31. Acts the 17th chapter, verses 30 and 31. Paul is in the city of Athens on a place called Mars Hill, and within his teaching of God, and as they termed him the unknown God, Paul brings forth these words with this strong conclusion. Truly, these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, because he has appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all, by raising him from the dead. You know, dear friends, sometimes we hear the line, ignorance is bliss. But is it really? It is regretful that this phrase is actually taken out of context by the poem by Thomas Gray titled, Ode on a Distant Prospect of Eton College. The latter part of the phrase actually says, No more, where ignorance is bliss, tis folly to be wise. This is not a phrase that Mr. Gray meant to be accepted as a truth, but it's meaning that sometimes not knowing something is a good thing. However, you and I know that as the truth of a matter is known, it indeed may be hurtful, but is it not on a path to make us helpful? Dear friends, from the outside, ignorance is not bliss. Let's talk more about this in a moment in light of Acts 17, 30, and 31. But first, our J-Web has some informative words for us. Jay? We appreciate you listening today. And please take a moment to like and follow the International Gospel Hour on Facebook as well as Instagram. You can also follow us on Twitter at our underscore gospel. That's H-O-U-R underscore gospel. This will keep you updated with our latest efforts, allow you to send a private message, or to know when the International Gospel Hour will be in your area. Follow us on social media. And now, here's Jeff. It is of interest to see the definition of ignorance. Within the Greek language of which the New Testament was translated, ignorance simply means not to know or rejection. Webster, in his dictionary, defines ignorance as lacking knowledge, education, or experience caused by showing lack of knowledge, uninformed, or unaware. Dear friends, no matter how you look at the definition, ignorance is not bliss. When one sins due to ignorance, it is still sin, and sin will separate us from God, as we note from Isaiah 59, 1 and 2. When our lesson text of Acts 17, 30, and 31 says, 
that God overlooked ignorance, or the old King James translations, God winked at ignorance, it means that he allowed their sin, or rather, he allowed their sin instead of an immediate punishment. He allowed their idolatry to destroy them because it was their choice. They didn't know, but here's the tragedy. Nor did they want to know, and if they knew it, they even rejected it. If we were to spend time looking at all of Paul's lesson there on Mars Hill, he is dealing with how people will turn from God and look for other answers, and they simply cannot be acceptable. Looking at those other answers might satisfy us, but if they're not the truth, then what good will they do us? It is worthy to look at that whole text in another broadcast, but let us think about some things from this text that Paul mentions in verses 30 and 31. But we're going to look at this area very quickly in the fact that ignorance produces ignorant worship. There are things that ignorance will produce. And in Acts 17, 23 through 31, as Paul is teaching, there on Mars Hill, standing at the corner of idolatry and ecumenism, Paul's conclusion was they needed to repent. To be ecumenical is nothing to be bragging about, dear folks. It means that you want to accept every kind of teaching in the world, but if we find it contradicts, is it the truth that does not contradict? We understand that the Word of God is truth, John seventeen seventeen. Ignorance produced the crucifixion of Christ, according to Acts three thirteen through 19 Of the Prince of Life whom they had killed, that being Christ, Peter acknowledged they did so in ignorance. The conclusion in verse 19 was to repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. Ignorance produces selfishness. As we note in such passages as Romans 10 and verse 3 and Romans 11 and verse 25, to be ignorant of God's righteousness, one will go about establishing his own righteousness. And such will create wisdom only in oneself and a spiritual blindness that produces a blind heart. Paul warned of this in Ephesians 4, 17 through 19. Ignorance produces disobedience due to a lack of knowledge, as the prophet Hosea said in Hosea 4 and verse 6, as the Lord spoke through Hosea. Dear friends, ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance stagnates the desire of knowledge, and in turn it results in decisions that we make that are sinful, misdirected, and just flat out totally wrong. Let us decrease our ignorance yet grow in our knowledge of Christ. When we grow in our knowledge of Christ and the knowledge of His Word, then we know these things, and let us not reject them when we know them, because if we reject them, that continues to show our ignorance and really affects our souls. Our J-Web has something that will spur onward your knowledge. If you are searching from truth, or searching for truth, shall I say, or starting from scratch, our J-Web has something we know you will be interested in. Let's listen to our J-Web. Today, dear friends, we'd like to send to you absolutely free a special study booklet titled The Lord's Church as Revealed in Acts. 
This is a great study of the book of Acts, the actions of the apostles, and the reactions to the preaching of Christ. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Acts Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Acts Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information. Name, address, and type ACTS Study. That's A-C-T-S Study. We'll send it as soon as possible. Thanks always for your interest in the study of God's Word. And now, here is Jeff. As we've noted what ignorance produces, let us see how to decrease ignorance. May we suggest, number one, when we know the Scripture, that will decrease ignorance. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. When we are instructed in righteousness, we know of those things that we need to know from the Scriptures. We are aware of Satan and his devices, and we're no longer ignorant of those, according to 2 Corinthians 2.11. We will increase assurance when the Christian dies and passes from this life. In that, we will not be ignorant, according to 1 Thessalonians 4.13. And also, knowing the Scripture increases our hope in the return of Christ, in 2 Peter 3 and verse 8. Peter desired his listeners not to be ignorant of those things. So we must know the Scripture and grow in our study. And secondly, when we trust in the Lord, ignorance is decreased. Listen to Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. It is easy for us to trust in the Lord when we know His Word and we trust therein. And when you put those two together, dear friends, ignorance is decreased when we apply and live according to our God. Let's spend a moment or two from 1 Peter 1, 13-16, when Peter says, Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lust as in your ignorance, but as he who has called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. Gird up our loins, or prepare ourselves, the loins of your mind to prepare our mind, to be wise, to rest our hope fully upon his grace. You see, then we live holy or lives that are separate from the world yet unto God. When we know the Scripture, when we trust in the Lord, and when we apply these things and live according to God. You see, it builds, kind friends. We absorb the knowledge and we apply. Remember what we read earlier of what ignorance produced. And the first word to change is the word repent, which is a change in decision than a change in direction. You see, dear friends, when we repent, it's a life change. Commanded of God, commanded of Christ in Luke 13, 3 and 5, based upon our faith and our repentance, confessing Christ, 
and baptism into Christ for the forgiveness of our sins, Acts 2.38, adds us to His church. Dear friends, let us not be ignorant of God's plan of salvation for man. Ignorance is not blissful. Let us learn and let us grow. And dear friends, may we take this study and continue our studies together here on Are You Listening? of the International Gospel Hour. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Jeff Archie, and until we come together next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,